This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squeeze Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, December 6, in Squeeze Kids Today. Kids' vaccine gets tick of approval. Smoking snakes from a basement. Echidna wins Bathurst 1000 and return of the grumpy frog. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. There's a special delivery winging its way to Australia just in time for Christmas. And no, it's not Santa. It's not coming aboard his sleigh and it won't be bundled up in a big red sack with a bunch of toys. It's a special delivery of a kids-only COVID vaccine. And with the green light expected to be given by health authorities in the next few days, it should be ready to be jabbed into Aussie kids' arms within the first couple of weeks of January. Merry Christmas! The Therapeutic Goods Administration and a group called Atagi are a bunch of clever doctors who test things like vaccines and decide if they're safe for us to receive. And this week, they're expected to give the thumbs up to a special kids' version of the Pfizer COVID vaccine to be given to Australians aged 5 to 11. The kids-only COVID vax has only 10 micrograms of mRNA in it, compared to the adult version, which has 30 micrograms. Reports yesterday said it could be available from as early as January 10. So, Happy New Year! Now, why is it important? Well, apart from the whole keeping you from getting sick thing, it will hopefully mean by the time you come back to school next year, enough of you will have had your first COVID jabs, that school closures and weeks of learning from home will hopefully be a thing of the past. And there's good reason to think there will be plenty of you lining up to roll up your sleeves to get jabbed. Since the COVID vaccine was approved for 12 to 15-year-olds only 11 weeks ago, almost 68% of Australians in that age bracket have been double vaccinated, which is extraordinarily fast. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Maryland in the United States, where a homeowner has burned down his own house after trying to chase out some snakes. Hoping to smoke out the snakes, who had taken refuge in his basement to ride out the cold northern winter, the homeowner placed burning coals inside metal containers, but then placed those containers close to flammable material, and boom, everything went rapidly downhill from there. It took 75 firefighters to put out the fire, and based on the photos in your episode notes, there wasn't much house left in the end. As for the snakes... One snake skin was found in the ashes, one snake slithered out alive, and others, well, no one knows. Maybe they've found another basement to stay warm in over the American winter, which is more than the homeowner will have. Oops. Sport time! If you like your sports to come with a whiff of petrol and a healthy helping of roaring speed, then you would have been glued to the telly yesterday as the most famous car race in Australia, the Bathurst 1000, played out. Over 161 laps of a racetrack on Mount Panorama in the town of Bathurst in country New South Wales, 25 so-called supercars battled it out to see who would be crowned king of the mountain. And the winner was 
Chaz Mostert, taking out his second Bathurst 1000, beating Cameron Waters and James Moffat, who combined to finish second, while Brody Kostecki and David Russell came in third. Crowd favourite Jamie Wincup, racing in his last ever Bathurst, didn't get the fairy tale podium finish ending he was hoping for, but Australia Kidna, who wandered onto the racetrack in the middle of the race and narrowly avoided being run over by multiple race cars as it waddled across the road, most certainly did have a fairy tale ending, managing to squeeze through the race barriers and off into the bush. I've stuck a link to video of the lucky echidna in today's episode notes. Animal Kingdom. You've heard of Grumpy Cat, right? The cat that was hugely popular on Instagram for having a downturned mouth that made her look permanently grumpy? Well, meet Grumpy Frog, Grumpy Cat's amphibious counterpart. Right now in the Australian outback, thanks to heavy rains, there are parts of the Simpson Desert where grumpy frogs are everywhere. They're called grumpy because they too have what looks like a permanent frown. But that's not the most amazing thing about them. More amazing is the fact that they bury themselves underground when the water dries up and lay there sometimes for years and years, only coming back up to the surface when there is rain and, as we've had recently, flooding. Buried underground in the desert for years at a time, waiting for it to rain? Hmm, no wonder they're grumpy. I've stuck a link in today's episode notes to photos of Grumpy Frog, whose real name is a desert spadefoot. You're welcome. It's a Monday, and you know what that means. Today's the day that another awesome school holiday quiz drops in our Squiz Kids subscriber channel. Today's quiz is another excellent kids versus adult quiz, where you get to test yourselves against the adults in your lives to see who's been paying the most attention to 2021. Later this week, we'll be serving up two super cool shortcuts, a special deep dive on the ashes, what they are, how they started and why they're important, plus a shortcut on Mars, everything you've ever wanted to know about the red planet in one 10-minute podcast. We'll be rolling this bonus content out all through the school holidays and throughout next year. A dedicated channel for Squiz Kids super users. Search for Squiz Kids on Apple Podcasts and sign up for a free trial to make sure you don't miss a thing. You'll also get last week's quiz and two shortcuts as well. Because it's the season of giving after all. Time for the Squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What was a man in Maryland trying to smoke out of his basement before burning down his house? That's right, it was snakes. Question number two. What's the name of the town in country New South Wales where yesterday's big supercar race was held? That's right, it's Bathurst. Question number three. What's the real name of the grumpy frog? Yeah, it's the desert spadefoot. Shout outs. It's December 6. Today is St. Nicholas Day in many European countries, where kids leave their shoes out with hay or carrots for St. Nick and his horses. It's also only 19 sleeps till Christmas. Deck the halls. Plus, it's a happy birthday today, too. 
Victoria from Epping and Mia from Ivanhoe. And belated birthday wishes today go to Findlay from Albany Hills, Indigo from Balkham Hills, and Elizabeth, who's listening all the way over there in Lagos in Nigeria. Wow. Elizabeth, if you're listening, please sign up to become a Squiz Kids correspondent. We want to know about your life. There's a link on how to become a Squiz Kids correspondent in today's episode notes. And today's classroom shout-outs go to... Class 5-6-D and Mrs. Dabusi at Mayfield West Demonstration School. To Class 3-4 Banksia and Miss Hurrell and 5-M and Mrs. Moore, both from Westport Public School in Port Macquarie. Also a shout-out to 4-T-M at Radford College in Canberra, Class 3-M and Mrs. Smith at Lily Pilly Public School and 6-Y-M at Carlingford Public School. From Father John Terry Catholic Primary School in Balmain East, it's a shout-out to Stage 2 teacher Lauren Biazzo and also to Elodie, who has done a fantastic job starting kindergarten. And finally to Class 3-4N at Nara Anglican College and especially to Eve for her amazing speech on sport and Rowan for his speech on saving rhinos at their recent public speaking competition. Great job, guys. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.